Motivate with KAT is an online enrollment team training platform. If you need to increase conversions across the board, train your team on how to effectively communicate with prospective students, learn accountability, manage upcoming class starts, and so much more, head on over to lessonsthatmotivatewithcat.com to learn more. Hey guys, this is your host, Kathy Belletti, and welcome to another episode of Ed Up Career Schools, The Scoop. We're taking a deep dive into how career schools have been able to inspire, support, and place their students over the years into the careers that they deserve. As a bonus, get out that pen and paper. You're getting some free admissions tips on how to get immediate results. All right. Hey, guys, welcome to another groundbreaking episode of Ed Up Career Schools, The Scoop with your host, Kathy Belletti. So today is going to be a lot of fun because I got a boss with me. When I say boss, you know, you got to use the accent boss because we got a real one. So let's welcome Miss Danielle Shelton. How you doing? Hey. <laughs> All right. So Danielle, first of all, I have to tell you, you are definitely a motivation to me. And I would say hundreds and hundreds of other people. There's times where during the day, I feel like I'm about to throw in the towel and I'm going off. And I'm like, you know what? Let me log on and see what Danielle doing. Then all of a sudden I get knocked right back into place. All right. So first Seriously. So first off, your mom, your wife, you have three beautiful daughters. You got one over here dropping books at the age of six. You're a destination coach, podcast host, tips and tricks. You guys got to check that out. CEO. And above all of that, you're an English instructor. Yes. So for me, a lot of times I'm wondering, all right, Kat, how do you hold it together? But the real question is, how the heck do you hold it together, Danielle? So please school us. First off, how did you get into higher education? Um, I can always say that I have always been there. I have an education family. Okay. Um, my aunt is an educator and she was very active in my life. Um, and I just have always liked learning and I like the feeling of teaching people things that they didn't know so that was always kind of like okay I like this and I can remember my cousins you know I was kind of like older than her probably by by about seven years Uh so she would come to my house and I would like start teaching her to read and teaching her to write oh wow (laughs) I just liked what it felt like to just get that like every student has like an aha like oh I didn't get it until you told me that way so that feeling is like what I longed for and I started to see as I got into more education the more I got connected to that feeling and then once I started teaching in middle school it was really like okay this is this is my groove I could do this one this is my groove So I got into education really because I make really good connections with my students because I want to I want to know them beyond who they are in my classroom. And education allows me to do that for so many kids. Wow. What made you choose English of all the different subjects that you could have chosen? Why English? (laughs) Because I'm a nerd and I like to read. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my gosh, that is awesome. All right, so I'm going to sidetrack for a second. All right, you have this rigorous um, workout routine that you do almost every single day. And I know Tony Robbins said, you know, when it comes to your mental being, it starts with your physical. All right. So, okay. Being a female, you know, we've been trying to make it happen forever and for some reason still can't get that going, but you have definitely killed it in the game. So what got you to the point where you said, you know what, I need to make a lifestyle change. How did you start this workout routine in the first place? Well, I've always been active. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, you know, when you become a wife and when you become a mom, who you are, like as a person, you stop taking care of yourself. Yeah. You stop just caring about you because you're caring about all these other people and what what does everybody need from me? And you become kind of the person that, you know, the the baby needs me now or the preteen needs me or the teen needs me or my husband needs me. And you just become all these different people for everyone else and you forget about yourself. So I really had a period of time Mm -hmm. where I literally forgot about me. And I was only concerned with how everybody else was doing. And, you know, fast forward to me having anxiety attacks, Mm -hmm. like legit anxiety attacks, having to pull over on the side of the road because I was like riddled with just, so fast forward to anxiety attacks, fast forward to um, battling depression in real, like awful, debilitating moments. Fast forward to me just being like, dang, I can't get it all done. And I have a perfectionist side of me mm-hmm. that I want to get, <laughs> get it all done. I, I, I got to get it all done. And I was, I felt like I was failing, felt mm-hmm. like I was failing as a mom, felt like I was failing as a wife, felt like I was failing as a teacher. I just wasn't, well, no, the teacher side was always a side of me that that made me be like, okay, I can do this. And I would get anxiety on the ride from school to home. Got so it. home was my trigger. Um, so what ended up happening is uh, I started having really bad back pain and I've always had it, but it like kicked it up a notch. And the back pain was so crazy that sometimes I couldn't get out of the bed. Like it was awful back pain. So I went to a neurologist and the neurologist was like, you know, um, long story short with the diagnosis, she was like, you have um, problems with your sciatic nerve, you have nerve damage, you have, you know, bone damage, you have a problem with your spine, you have this, you have that, you'll need surgery. And I was just kind of like, so that was the 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 wake up call for yeah. me was like the you'll need surgery and she was like there's a surgery we can do to relieve your nerve where we go in the in the back of your spine in the back of your head I'm messing with that spine you know, and I was like <laughs> oh man and at this point I was at least thirty to thirty five pounds overweight and I knew I was overweight um, so. When she said I needed surgery and there was like no way that I would ever be the same, I was like, hold up, let me, I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be back. And in that moment, I chose me. In that moment, I contacted um, a trainer and I was like, listen, I need to get in. Here are all of my, like the list of my problems. And my trainer, Kamisha Wilson, she's like the best 
in the world. She's one of the best trainers that I've ever met. Cause she was like, I got you sis. Like her whole vibe was like, don't worry about a girl. I got you sis. And I was like, you don't understand. I have so much pain. She was like, oh, that just means you're weak in that area. I got you sis. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I really trust you. You know, you're taking this a little bit too lightly. Hold on for a second. <laughs> but she, um, I, I chose me because it was a, it was a choice between going through back surgery mm-hmm. and never being the same and possibly being paralyzed, right, yeah. for the rest of my life, or just choosing different. Yeah. What else can you do? So then I was like, all right, then I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna get a trainer. And I saw her three days a week and I broke up with her every time I saw her. I was like, girl, we not even... <laughs> I don't even know if I like you today. Like, don't be expecting no phone call when this is over. <laughs> I could imagine myself right there. <laughs> that's, oh, that's how it was for me. So, um, and then I went from that to, you know, you see the results and you're like, okay, this is working and you do get stronger. Now, here's a question I always get. Well, was it hard? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was hard. Yeah. Yes, it is. it is hard. Current day. Yes, uh-huh. it is hard. Um, but I have gotten so much stronger. My back pain has gone down from being like on a thousand to being like maybe 10 on, on a day wow. where I was just doing the most. Um, some of the nerve issues that I had, I still have a bit of it, mm-hmm. but it's nowhere near where it was. And then just like, making the conscious decision to choose me yeah that helped my choice that that helped my my mental health it helped me it was like oh okay you you matter in this moment and it helped me that's awesome and you know what sometimes as women first of all sorry guys but you know we hold down the household point blank that's what it is and especially when you have your career you have the kids you got the husband who sometimes you know that's one of the kids too (laughs) so you start to feel like okay wait a minute am I neglecting my kids because I'm working so much and Mm -hmm. then you have to try to find that balance so now you end up spending 95 percent just focused on everybody else and making sure everybody else is cool and that five percent is left just taking care of you and then you look in the mirror every single day and you're just not satisfied. Yep. You know, so at some point you have to say, you know what? I've been talking to my husband recently and I'm like, we're in our 40s. You guys stop eating all that sugar. We have a kid now. Yes. <laughs> you know, and it all starts with your mindset. And you were definitely such an inspiration. How do you actually manage that throughout the week, though? How um, many days do you actually work out? I work out three to four days a week. Okay. Well, in, I'm in the gym. Okay. That's my work. I'm in the gym <laughs> three to four days a week, okay. but I also walk when I'm not in the gym. So I have like my gym days and then just my cardio days. Yeah. So like today wasn't a gym day. Today was like a cardio day. So my gym days are Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Sometimes I'll jump in on a Saturday boot camp. And my cardio days are Tuesday, Thursday, sometimes Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's when I just, you know, throw a quick walk in there. Cause you, you know, you still need to, to clear your head. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that um, helps me balance is I really started taking advantage of the hours in the day. There's like a motivational thing that's on YouTube. That's like, everybody has the same 24 hours. Every, I, saw, I saw that. You know what I mean? And he's like, what are you doing oh, with your hours? Huh? What are you doing? And I was just like, dang, what am I doing with my hours? So then it started making me be like, okay. So I'm up at four. Wow. And 
we, uh, my husband has started coming with me. So we're up at four and we're to the gym by five. Um, and then once we're to the gym by five, we're home by six. I'm in the car and on the way to the university to teach. Uh-huh. And I get there, I do my little classes. I come back some, now there are days where I do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday gym workout. And then I come home and because the children are at school, I get like another mile or two, like a walk-in. So I have some days where, you know, I'm, I'm doing a lot. But one of the things that I could tell people that I do for real is I prep a lot. Like I prep the day before and sometimes I prep the week before I have myself on a very regimented schedule. Um, So, and I don't let things linger. Everybody in my house knows that like, that's my pet peeve. Like if you have stuff to do, do the stuff you have to do. Don't, don't like let it sit. Uh That's my own. (laughs) I get it. Trust me. That sets me off. Like, if you know you need to do it, do whatever it is you you feel you need to do. And if at the end of the day, there's time to rest, then rest, but accomplish what you need to accomplish. And um, one of the things that I can say my husband has helped me with is taking, taking it down a notch to be able to just do nothing. So that's the part that I'm working on. I'm working on the taking it down to just relax which doesn't actually ha- like my body might be in a relaxed position but my mind is like your no. mind is going that is so true because you know what's funny um the last time we spoke we were talking about covid and remember i told you that i had covid back in december yes in hospital on oxygen when i came home it was so upsetting to me because i'm accustomed to going a mile a minute right mm-hmm. but now what got, it got to the point where my mind was recovered but my body was like, hold on for a second. <laughs> I got to catch up to you. We're not there yet. And sometimes when there's so many moving pieces during the day, it's like, all right, I got to get this done. And I go by a checklist. And sometimes yeah. I'm not resting. Eight, nine o'clock, I'm still working because my mm-hmm. mind is constantly going. So, you know what? That brings me to my next point because, you know, for everyone, especially those that work in higher education, you know, whether you're working with the younger generation or the older generation, you always have to have that student first mindset, right? You're mm-hmm. always focused on your students and their success. Yes. But with so many moving pieces during the day, it's easy to get sidetracked, to get um, demotivated. Yes. And for a lot of people, unfortunately, some people just throw in the towel. They're like, you know what? Screw high education. I'm out of here. I'm going on to something <laughs> that's much more easier and sane, right? Yes. So how do you continue to stay motivated especially working in higher education with everything that's going on and then everything that you have going on in your life um that's what fills my cup Hmm. and I think that that kind of has always been that way is when I go in that classroom the synergy that comes from those my students Uh and I work with traditional and non-traditional I gotta say though you know Uh my non-traditional students you know (laughs) but my traditional higher ed students there's just like a a a energy a synergy that's in the room where I'm vibing they're vibing I could tell them and I love the moment where I get them interested in a piece of literature and something that they hated to read and then they Uh read it and we get we get like conversation popping like that's what fills my cup so that part of me is like we we need that to keep going 
because it like when everything else is crazy that's the one thing that like I can come back to and the one thing I know I know how to do is inspire my students and teach them a lesson if I can't do anything else if I fail at everything else the one thing I can do is teach so I keep my mental and I'm not like ready to leave higher education because it literally fills my cup to be able to say I have come across 500 students between the fall semester and the spring semester and the amount of students who reached back out and say hey you know you really helped me hey you know and it's not just about the lessons it's also about getting involved in their lives so I think just that that connectivity with people keeps me keeps me going. So for me, I stay in it because that's where my cup is filled. That is amazing. You're so awesome. All right. So I know that you are definitely an advocate for higher education, whether it's traditional or non-traditional. And I know that you understand not everyone is suited for a four-year university. So right. where do you see the future of career education? Um, I really think a lot of schools are going to start to take um, a note from the pages of these different colleges and universities that are doing certificate programs, mm -hmm. because the truth really is, do you need to be in school and accrue debt for four years, six years, mm -hmm. for some programs, two years? No, like why? Why when I can study this and do this and be certified in it in nine months, why am I sitting here accruing debt? for six years, you know? So I think the the direction of higher ed now is starting to focus more on the individual mm -hmm. and not so much on the company, yes. the university. Mm -hmm. So that to me is where higher ed is going. I think the pandemic though, as, as awful as it was, it made education look at itself and be like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. And then it made students be like, you mean Hold to tell on. me I can get this same education and I don't have to pay $50,000? Wait a minute. So everybody had to kind of shift gears. Yeah. So I think the future is of education, really, um, a lot of it is virtual yeah. because, you know, now we have the metaverse. Uh -huh. and <laughs> I, I will not be surprised if I see some schools and universities start to show up in the metaverse yeah. where you can attend virtually. Mm -hmm. Now, if y'all take my idea, I just want a <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you heard her. <laughs> so Danielle, do you have any last thoughts for our listeners? Um, my last thought really would be to take advantage of every day to make it what you want it to be. I always believe that like happiness is a choice mm -hmm. and it's a choice is something you got to choose every day, day by day hour by hour, minute by minute, yeah. regardless of what's happening, you have to make a conscious choice to be like, in this moment, I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to push forward, but then I'm going to be happy. Like it has to be a conscious choice. Mm -hmm. And I think we all have to be aware of our own accountabilities. So my final words to people is always look at what you're doing, look at where you are and be grateful for it all. Absolutely. Absolutely. I always tell people, just make sure that you change your relationship with time. That's yes. all. all right. Yes.
So there you have it, Miss Danielle Shelton, dropping some amazing gems and knowledge. Thank you so much for joining us today, Danielle. I cannot wait for part two. Thank you, Kathy. I appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me on. I really do. I, I can't wait. I'm ready. I'm ready to make this <laughs> ongoing. You know, hint, hint. <laughs> All right, Danielle, enjoy the rest of your day. All right, see you later. All righty, bye. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Edda Career School's The Scoop with your host, Kathy Belletti. If you love what you hear, do not forget to like and share. Feel free to follow me on LinkedIn, or you can visit my website at lessons.motivatewithkat.com to learn more about how I help career schools grow. Head on over to Apple or wherever you download your podcast content Leave us a rating, but do not forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Until then, live life 100% you.